When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the KC Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on KC, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey, everybody, it's time for episode 52 of the KC Tapes. It's our one-year anniversary Whee! show. I'm John Hewlett. That's the mighty Favaz. Hi, Johnny. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, yeah, baby. That's it. Happy anniversary, baby. Got you on my mind. I and did the ending. with the bass. Boom, yeah. Boom, boom, oh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I did the ending. You did the yeah, first. Yeah, I did the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so today we're going to do something totally different. No interviews, right? All right. Uh, we had this idea uh, last Friday. Actually, Learn helped out with it and said, why don't we take questions from our podcasters? And uh, this will be our, our year-end show. We can talk about any of the interviews that we featured, uh, you know, take their questions, whatever. So I've got their questions right here. Would you like to hear the first one? Let's do it. All right. Uh, this is from Michael C. He says, who came up with the idea for the podcast? Great job every week, guys. Casey rocks, and so do the jocks. Thanks, mm. Michael. Well, uh, I don't know. I kind of uh, evolved out of that meeting. That meeting that we were having, a, a, a staff meeting, and... Uh, I don't know. One well, of us, you or me, brought it up, and then we just kind of took off. The guy it. from Cincinnati brought it up. I oh, mean, that's right. He he said that uh, all of the interviews, he saw the uh, Hall of Fame interviews online. And he said, that's a goldmine for a podcast. Why don't you do something with the interviews? And then, you know, the, the meeting went on and on, and we talked and talked. And then you and I afterwards said, well, why don't we just do our own? You know, do right. uh, your interviews, my interviews, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, but it was your idea that said, let's pause them. Because at first I was just going to play the interview back and then talk about it all afterwards. But it was your really good idea that said, hey, why don't we pause it, you know, when we have questions or you want to give each other shit or whatever. And thus the Casey tapes were born. Yeah. And and not like the uh, the science fiction thing that, uh, that uh, they used to do where... They would play back uh, movies and and make fun of the movie. We're not necessarily doing that because no. we're involved in these interviews. Yeah, you know, we're just not taking some random somebody else's random interviews and making fun of them. Right. This is us talking about our interviews, what it was like interviewing that person, uh, what the scenario was at that particular time, what the subject matter was supposed to be, why they were talk, calling us or visiting us. Mm-hmm. So it was more than just uh, a rip off of an old idea yeah. that. Uh, some people have said, well, it's just like sci-fi. No, not no. totally like that. It's, it's, it's ours, and you just made me think of Zach Wilde, you know, about yeah. the circumstances surrounding when he threatened to kill me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, yeah. it's one of the episodes that we have. And it was, uh, you know, it was difficult for me to, to listen to that one again, yeah. you know, and, and to go back to some of the, you know, some of these uh, interviews that we've featured on the Casey Tapes, we have forgotten that we had did them, yes. too. So, yeah. Cause, it's, uh, it's, cause, been, it's been neat. Because we're going back in some cases with these interviews to the 1970s. Right, you yeah, are. For, and, and for me. For the earliest for me would be, you know, mid-90s, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And, and uh, there are others, too, that we'd love to do, but they're kind of held up for legal reasons 
because of some music content. That's coming up. Okay. Say that. On. Hold on. Hold that thought. All right. You ready for question two? Yeah. This is from David Bill. Great podcast. Curious, since Slash seemed uncomfortable and averse to discussing the riot in the 2001 interview, uh, why bring it up again in the 2004 interview with Slash and Duff, the one that I did at the pageant? Um, the, the, the reason that I brought it up in 2001, that 2001 interview, because we had just passed the anniversary, the 10-year anniversary right. of, of the riot in St. Louis. So, you know, 10-year anniversary is a big deal, sure. just like our one-year anniversary here. So um, the reason that I brought it up again in 2004 was because Duff was there, and it was the first time that I had ever interviewed Duff, obviously then first time, you know, since, uh, you know, the riot, and I wanted to get his, you know, opinion on the whole thing. And Slash was more than cool to talk about it again in 2004, but that that's why it got brought up again. Yeah, and keep in mind, as time goes on, um, time tends to heal Wounds, issues and, sure wounds and things like mm-hmm. that. And, uh, you know, you take a shot. Maybe four years ago he wasn't willing to talk about it, but today he might be. Right. You know, so there's nothing wrong with bringing it back right. up. And I, uh, I, I applaud you for doing that because we got stuff out of him that we wouldn't have necessarily have gotten. Right. And do you remember uh, the thing that you kind of, uh, and, and I did too, but that you harped on with Duff? In that interview? Yes. It was the way he was uh, talking. He had uh, the, uh, the gurgles. Skykies. Yeah. He had skykies or loogies. In his throat the whole time. It was so uh, yeah, noticeable. Yeah. That was funny. I just was talking to somebody just the other day at dinner. We had dinner with somebody, and, and the whole time he talked, his uh, gurgles in his throat. And they didn't realize it to clear their throat? I don't know. Wow. That kind of sucks. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, oh, uh, I think this is the same guy, David Bill. Yeah, David also says, not a question, but loved hearing from Hetfield, James Hetfield, more Metallica in year two. I have um, I have a Jason Newstead, and I believe I have a Kirk Hammett somewhere. I, I know where the Newstead is. Uh, the Hammett, I'd have to dig a little bit, but I think I have those. And, and James Hetfield just went into rehab Yeah, last week. Yeah, that's right. And I believe I have a Robert Trujillo that I did. Oh, that's uh, right. And you have Trujillo. Yeah. That, that you did at the record store or, or whatever it was. Yeah. Right. Hopefully that was recorded on our uh, Sound Cherokee. Here. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully that uh, loved uh, talking to them. Here's uh, one from, whoa, uh, Jay Sabluski. Uh, loved Chris Cornell. Any chance we could hear any more from the grunge guys? I have a Jerry Cantrell Do you? somewhere. Um, that might be it as far as grunge goes. Yeah. I, I'd have to think more on that. I, I don't know. Nothing from Pearl Jam. No. Uh, nothing from Nirvana. Nothing from Foo Fighters. Uh, but but uh, Jerry Cantrell, I remember sitting with him before uh, uh, Allison Chains opened up for Kiss mm-hmm. at the uh, Enterprise Center years ago. So that's somewhere. I talked to Ann Wilson, I think, about the grunge era in mm-hmm. an interview with her somewhere, but that's about as close we'll as I get. Yeah. And the Chris Cornell was fun uh, to to hear. Well, it was it was weird hearing back, but at the same time, um, you know. Chris took his own life, and to hear that interview again was really weird because he was so nice. Yeah, I know. Such a fun interview. You would not have suspected anything like that from him because he was an engaging person. It's not like you had Very to much draw so. anything out of him, and he was withdrawn and difficult to talk to. He was 
exuberant. Yeah. He really was. Yeah. He was funny. He wanted to know about the Zach Wild thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was friends with Zach. He goes, like, what'd you do? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. He, he knew I did something, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this one is from Mark Doris. Hi, Mark. Mark works at the uh, Alton Schnooks. I see him. He's a big fan. I have listened to all 51 Casey tapes and some twice. Wow. I have noticed that most of the podcasts are 15 to 30 minutes long. True. Uh, I bet Casey Guy and you, man, have done hundreds of interviews. My question is, could you do more than one interview at a time on this show? Oh, I see. Make it a longer show. Yeah, make it a longer m- show. Multiple interviews. Uh, I like it the way it is. I like the single I interview too. format. Yeah. I do, too. Even, you know, we've each of us have multiple Sammy Hagars. I, I can only see us doing one because they're, you know, they're quite honestly, I mean, 15 minutes, I think, is long enough. Yeah. And uh, although our most downloaded podcast still to this day, after a year, is Shelley Grafman, uh, the architect of Casey, and that thing rang in at about an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah. So. And but what, what isn't isn't the reason for that? Because people will listen to it for a while and then stop and then pick back up later, and True. that counts as. You know, but still, I mean, I think number two might be uh, it's the Slash and Duff from 2004. It's like 2000 behind. So and that one wasn't nearly as long as as the Shelley Graffin. So it was interesting content and um, it was long. And what you said, you know, people listen to it and they get out of their car and they come back and listen to it again. Uh, but still, it was it was good stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So, all right. So now, uh, okay, we're going to get into uh, two people had the same question. Uh, Michael Tucker is a big Casey fan, Sammy fan, lives in Rochester, I believe, with his wife. And uh, he submitted a bunch of questions. So, but, but the first one says, favorite interview ever, favorite subject to repeat interview. I have a fair guess at, at, at last one here. And then somebody else wrote, uh, his name is Dry Rub and a Tug. Uh, who or what group have been your favorite interview that you have conducted? If you could interview one music person, living or dead, who would it be? So uh, we could knock out the two of them with a favorite interview ever. Favorite interview ever. Wow. For me, <clears throat> oh, boy, I don't know. I mean, uh, the one we, we can't play was a lot of fun with Melissa Etheridge. That was, okay, go ahead. So Say why we can't play that one. Now we play the interview. Yeah, my, I mean, I'll save well, it. I'll, I'll save it. Okay. Talk about that interview. Right. That, that that one. Um, let's see, uh, favorite interviews. Oh my gosh, uh, people who came into the studio and given mornings. Uh, Sam Kennison was fun. You know, mm-hmm. could, oh, I hope I find that. Do one you have these that? Days. Yeah, it's got to be around that. somewhere. Um, the late comedian. <clears throat> um, boy. Uh, uh, well, for me, I'd love to interview two people: Eric Clapton and Paul McCartney. Right. You, and I had one. And you did. You got one of those. And I think mine was my favorite interview ever was Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it was a Beatle. Doesn't get any better than that. And yes, I would love to interview Eric Clapton. And I would also love to interview Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yeah, yeah. No doubt. And neither will never happen. No, I know. <laughs> but you never know. Someday yeah, you never you know. Might it's end up in a thing. strange situation. Strange you know? situation. Or you might say, hey, uh, we can get Bruce on the phone tomorrow. Yeah. Promoting whatever. Right. Uh, If uh, no, we got both of them. And I'd like to say one of my favorite interviews too was with Ozzy Osbourne. Ah, yeah. I don't know where that is. When he spilled the uh, yeah, either the tea or the cigarette butt in your shoe. Yeah, in my shoe. And uh, Mark Emo was with me that day from the Pizza uh, Family. He was holding the tape machine. I was holding the microphone and my notes. And yeah, it's pretty funny. Ozzy was sitting there with Sharon. 
Yeah. I, and she I, didn't do any talking because she wasn't a talker back then. Right. Like right, she is now. Like she is now. Yeah. And I sat with them once, too, at that press conference in Ozfest. And Ozzy had the big neck brace on. He had just almost killed himself on that oh. ATV that he had over in Britain. And so, anyway. Oh, another great interview that I, I hope I find one these days is with Pete Townsend ah. in uh, England when uh, Smash and I went over there uh, for the uh, Ebworth, uh, Nebworth concert. Nebworth. Mm-hmm. And we, we did some broadcasts from England, and uh, he came by, and Greg Lake of Emerson Lake and Palmer came in, and uh, I'm forgetting some of the others, but man, it was, that, was, that was... Oh, no, you ran no. after Yoko. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know where that interview is either, uh, my Yoko Ono interview. Yeah. Ah! Well, keep listening, folks. I remember the picture. Because I'm still going through a lot of tapes. I only got through about half of them last winter. Right. I don't do it during the summer because my schedule gets real busy with the Cardinals and everything else. And two daughters getting married and all that kind of stuff. So now that things are going to get, start slowing down here after the playoffs, and hopefully right. that won't happen until the end of October and the Cardinals win the World Series, then I'll be getting back into trying to find some more of these old interviews on uh, cassettes and uh, reel-to-reels. And I just brought in a ton. So we, we're, we're good for at least another year, if not longer. I would think Hopefully. so. Um, Tuck, again, says, they say never meet your heroes. True for you guys? Oh, no, no. I've never been really disappointed by a, a hero. I mean, uh, in the baseball world, some of them kind of uh, yeah, uh, you know, got on me a little bit and, and weren't the, the easiest of interviews, but I, I they didn't disappoint me. I mean, um, the only one for me was Zach. Yeah, you know, because I can imagine. We were friends, you know, and, oh, and yeah. uh, you know, I joked with him, and then he, he turned on me. Yeah. So that one was disappointing. Everybody else has been, you know, even like the you know time I met McCartney was super cool, and you know Sammy is is exactly how you picture him and uh, yeah. how he sounds, and um, yeah, he's yeah. off the charts good. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of even on the phone has anybody ever been difficult on in phone interviews? Because George yeah. Thorogood is kind of a prick sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah he and you know I just uh, did a video interview with him in July, and he was he was kind of a jerk. He was, and I just of all we, people, we, why? I know, I know, and we haven't we haven't played that, um, but I, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know. And there are just some people who are not good interviews. You yeah. Know? yeah, Dave Mason is a very difficult interview. Right, I got one of those in the can somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Want another one? All right. What another one from Tuck? What interviews got a fast no for inclusion, and why? I don't think we've even said no to anybody, anything. No, other than we? legal, a couple of those legal issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, which I, we're going to get to. I did it. Oh, go ahead. Or, uh, well, I don't know. I don't. Let's see. Du, du, du. No, tell people why now. Oh, yeah. So um, this is why we can't do some of the interviews, you know, at least two, that at least we two. can think yeah. of. Because? There's one with Foreigner. Right. I'm singing with Foreigner, with uh, Lou Graham of Foreigner and uh, Mick Jones. And because we can't play music on podcasts, we don't know if we have the right to do those, even though we probably own them. Well, we do own them because they happen on our airwaves. Right. But it's their music we're doing. Right. So legally, we're conf- we're confusing what to do with those. We were told not to play it. Yes, but I, it's possible we, we might be able to. So and ask forgiveness hoping, later. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that we can. And the other one is Melissa Etheridge. That's the one that I was sitting Watching oh, you, remember? Yeah. Because yeah. we did that one in the production studio in the old building. And you you sang Stairway to Heaven with her. Yes, I sang Stairway to Heaven with her, and she taught me how to play the E chord on the guitar, <laughs> and it was perfect. And then we started singing a song uh, uh, that I started strumming to, and uh, it was... Um, I say we do that one, man. 
we got to do that. One. I know. I know. I think so, too. But we'll see. Stay so, tuned. All right. Uh, Tuck again says, toughest interview subject, athlete, musician, actor, director, writer, comedian, author, people from Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> Toughest interview subject for you? Well, I mean, over the years, there have been some difficult sports interviews. Guys right. who got traded under in uh, tough circumstances. Keith Hernandez, for instance, when the Cardinals traded him. I remember interviewing him after that. That was tough to do. Because um, you don't want to ask the wrong thing. Mark McGuire right. was notable, difficult oh. person to deal with. Yes, he was. I would He would let me interview him from time to time, but he um, he was... Not going to entertain any question he didn't like. Yeah. He was going to make you feel bad for asking it. Who well, else? You know, for me, T.J. Oshie. Oh, really? So T.J. Oshie, you know, played for the Blues. He has gone on, got traded to the Washington Capitals, won a Stanley Cup there. Uh, I had him when he was a rookie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, before he played his first NHL game. And he didn't like rock music. So when I would have these hockey players, and I always said, hey, you know, play whatever you want. You know, Brett Hall was great. Yo, he know, was awesome. Because he loves oh, yeah. he loves Favorite rock. interviews, Brett Hall, yeah. hands down, every damn time, yeah. And, um, you know, Reed Lowe was great, and um, I just, you know, Eric Johnson back in the day. But I, but, but TJ just, just didn't, and it was like pulling teeth to yeah. try to get him to mm-hmm. respond to stuff. And um, I came to find out that he was a country music fan. Mm. It's like, sorry, we don't play any country yeah. on Casey, so... For me, I mean, the, the one that I think of is T.J. Oshie. Hmm. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, a lot has to do with when you're catching these people, you know, what they're trying to promote or what what controversy they might be caught up in. All that stuff plays into how the eventual uh, outcome of the tur- of the uh, interview is going to, to be. I mean, I... I don't know. For the most part, I guess I've been lucky. They've, yeah. they've all pretty much gone... I've been lucky, too. ...pretty well. Um, just... Wish I could uh, find more of them, and hopefully I will, because there are some classics out there over the years, man, that I know are out there, but where? Right. Here's the last one. What interview have you always wanted and couldn't get from Tuck? Thanks, Mike. I think the ones that we mentioned earlier, Clapton, Springsteen, would love to get. Yeah, Mick Um, Jagger, you know. Yeah. Anybody from the Stones, really. Yeah, Keith Richards would love, yeah. Yeah. Anything like that would be really cool. Um, you know, I just deal with mainly the music world, so that that's who I, I would think. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why. I mean, as, as time goes on here and we keep talking, I keep thinking of people that I probably interviewed. I kind of remember interviewing them. It's possible I interviewed. Well, I met the Rolling Stones. Yeah, in Copenhagen. You shook hands with Mick Jagger. I with all of we them. talked about that. Yeah, with all of them. Yeah, we didn't do an interview that day, but I think there's been there's a Keith Richards interview with me and him on the phone some point too, hmm. but I don't. You hmm. know. Seems like that happened to me. Hmm. Well, that's all the questions. That's Do you it. have any questions for me? Um, let me see. <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, you think we got another year of these? I, huh? I do. I, I I seriously think we have another year. But, but, but the next year is not going to be as spectacular as this past year. Well, no, I was just about to say because we have concentrated on this first year and and we've tried to present a listers, right? You know. Now we're getting to the point where we've had all the A-listers, but now we're going to do B-list interviews. Um, but there still could but be some really A-listers good. 
A-listers yeah. floating out there, like I was just talking about. Maybe a right. Keith Richards, maybe a, a Pete Townsend. Uh, right. And we were, we're not going to do any interviews that people have never heard of. So when I say B-listers, I, I don't mean, you know, so far to the, you know, to the, to the extreme that you don't know who they are. You yeah. know, it's just they're, they're not as popular as McCartney, as Sammy, as David Lee Roth, uh, you know, Jimmy Page. And here's another option. Uh, there were interviews that are out there that were done by other people who worked on yeah. Casey over these years that you and I were not necessarily in, involved in, mm-hmm. or I was I was involved in them a little bit Right. that we could also do, like the one with uh, um, Shelley Grafman with Smash and I, Yeah. and the uh, the other one that Smash and I did. Uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Yeah. yeah, Alice Cooper. So... You know, those are out there, too. Yeah. So, it's all good. I guess. All right. Happy anniversary. Talk to you in a year. (laughs) AMF. AMF, my friend. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday... With the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you. 